shit episode on the phone. It's for us. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Ballin' Out Super. I'm your host, Jeremy Hammond, and joining me as always are my co-host, Katie Rose Leon. So good, trying not to pick up the air conditioner in the anime room. And Alex Patak. Peak levels, peak sexuality, Dragon Ball Super. The and peak Alex of Peak. And here to join us for our 69th episode spectacular, Ben Elgermosen. Oh man, what a, uh, what a number, 69. 69! Hi, oh, dudes. It's going to get real sexual on my schedule. Sexual. A lot of, lot of poop. <laughs> <laughs> to uh, celebrate, we're going to do paired off oral sex. <laughs> <laughs> wow, why did everyone just put on sunglasses? <laughs> <laughs> who did uh, Who did 6 9 just have shot? Uh, well, I don't think it was XXXTention. Was that who Tentacion. Was? We'll cut this out. I, I don't know who it is. I'm black and I couldn't get that name right. <laughs> it's Tentacion. Well, it's Spanish for abusing women. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like mad. To, first of all, I'm not surprised a dude that talks that shit much shit gets, gets got. But like, is it me or do new rappers look like Naruto characters? <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. Why does everyone on the XSL cover look like they're about to fight the fourth Hokage? <laughs> They've been training in sand ninjutsu. <laughs> uh, okay, so this uh, this transitions very nicely yeah. into the beginning of the podcast. But now tell us about your experience with Dragon Ball. Well, Dragon Ball, amongst the various animes I watch, were like, it's one of the, of course, it's like the, it's the impetus for watching anime as a child for a uh-huh. lot of people growing up, especially brown dudes. We, like, anime was only really watched either super late at night or at 5.30 in the afternoon. So 5.30 in the morning, that's when you're getting up for your paper route? Actually, the first time I saw Dragon Ball Z is 7 o'clock at, on a Sunday. And yeah. my brothers woke me up and were like, hey man, there's cartoons on the 7 o'clock on a Sunday. And I'm like, what? And we woke up, and it, I literally woke up to the bawling ass Saban Dragon Ball Z theme song. You know the one that goes like, Dragon, Dragon, what the, the Dragon, Dragon Balls, <laughs> what the Dragon? <laughs> yeah, that Dragon. And literally, it's just the image of Shenron rising through the clouds and Goku fighting everyone. Yeah. I love the idea that you're asleep, and they're like, you gotta wake up, man. You gotta wake up and see this shit, bro. <laughs> this is important. This is this has gotta have, look, we're all gonna watch this show from now on. And it, and it, Hey, Benel, you know that beam-heavy cartoon that you've been trying to figure out? Well, listen to this. That's literally what happened. And I, look, cause Keep I, going, I gotta put water in my eye. <laughs> Alex got spicy eye in the anime room. You know, he shouldn't have eaten all that bean curry with his eyeballs. That's what happened. That's what you get when you make... It's 7 a.m. It's 7 a.m. And it's like, I've never seen an anime that had fighting like that. I've never yeah. seen something move as quickly. Like, I, and I grew up watching, like, Caballeros... I mean, I'm sorry, I used a Spanish name. Saint Seiya. What it's, is that? Oh, Saint Seiya is an uh, anime from the early 80s, late mm-hmm. 90s. It's basically, it's... It's the Ronnie James Dio cover art of anime. Like, <laughs> that rules. It fucking is baller. Like, it's all dudes. They all wear armor of the horoscope, which is, of course, going to hit a Dominican audience because Dominicans all believe in the horoscope, every uh-huh. single one of us. And they all fight with the power of the Zodiac. What? what? Why haven't I heard of this? 
this. This is like spooky girl wet dream. Yeah, man. It's it's a it's <laughs> definitely an older school manga more along the lines of like like it's basically more along the lines of a hero manga with a fighting manga on top of it. Uh-huh. Uh and it's just it has these sort of super cool 80s aesthetic. Yeah, tell me about these uh, zodiac powers. Yeah, do do the, okay, so, do they reflect the zodiac? Yeah, they or? reflect the zodiac. So Scorpio's the main so Scorpio's fucks dudes up with being just with that fit. mean sexual energy. Yeah, he fuck <laughs> What he does is hold the grudge for a long time. <laughs> I imagine the cancer has some snippies. He yeah, no, can- and- cancer is like great. Gemini is not there half of the time and then shows up and then mm-hmm. gets mad at you when you don't recognize how great it is. And Sagittarius punches really fast. <laughs> like every Sagittarius does, I know. Does Leo have a cool ass lion? Yeah, of course. He, of course he has a giant lion. <laughs> of course he does. Listen, Get with the program, Saint Katie. Saya. I'm just trying to weave in that my birthday's coming up and that my Venmo <laughs> is Team KRL. <laughs> Start saving for your knives now. <laughs> and Aries goes blind in one eye yeah. after eating too many dumplings. You l- you laugh, but Aries does go. <laughs> Aries gets his eye punched out by the main bad guy. Oh my God, Alex, you're just imitating art now. <laughs> art imitates life. Life puts dumplings in its eye. <laughs> How did you eat dumplings with your eyes? <laughs> I had the hot sauce on my finger and I rubbed it in and it hurt so bad. Uh, fun fact, I did that once with a tampon. So. <laughs> How is that a fun fact? Uh, this is a spicy episode. <laughs> it is episode 69. 69, dude. Everybody has taken off their sunglasses and put them back on. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so tell us more about uh, your Dragon Ball watching. Uh, so, so you, you got into it. It was like yeah. fucking wild first time you saw it. Yeah, and then like because there were such long breaks between the English dubbing of the anime when I was a kid. So we'd just go to Chinatown and buy the Japanese dub, the uh-huh. Japanese versions of it, which someone recorded basically live recording of a VHS of Dragon Ball. When it would <laughs> so we'd get the Japanese cartoons from, we'd get Japanese commercials from 1992. Wait, 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 wait. So this is like a man holding a, a handheld camera pointed no, at the TV? No, no, no. It's literally v- VCR recording of the show including all the commercials. That's good. So that we, sick. Do you still have those? No, we don't. We got rid of them. Like, I got uh, my brother moved out and he took him with him and then he lost him in the move. So well, no Kimba uh, the White Lion? Yeah, no. The Kimba and the White Lion had already come out by then but we yeah. got like uh, Japanese McDonald's commercials and it was super <laughs> interesting. Ooh, what kind of Happy Meal toys do they have? Soy. It's just a block of soy. As you're happy? <laughs> <laughs> Play... Play with this little samurai child. <laughs> Your uh, Happy Meal toy is a standing desk. <laughs> <laughs> we need those TPS reports by Friday. <laughs> oh, my God. When I was a kid, there was a bunch of houses on my block that Japanese families would move in and live in for, like, two years and then move out. And, like, because no one was watching me, I would just dance the men's the fuck out of them and just run their house. And there's one girl I remember that I became friends with. I experienced that too, where they just had their family members would just send them VHS tapes from Japan. Yeah. So I watched all these crazy ass Japanese commercials. I also went over once and they're all doing karaoke and I didn't know what it was. That sounds like so much fun though. <laughs> <laughs> 
And I, in my mind, they didn't clue you in. They just spoke Japanese around you the entire um, time. Actually, that is exactly what happened. <laughs> They're like, maybe if we just ignore this blonde Jew that keeps running into her house, she'll go home. And like, I'm like, no, nobody knows I'm gone. Yeah. You know what I've read about Jews? If we sing, she has to leave. <laughs> I think that's yokai, son. Son, I think that's a yokai. Uh, so how far into Dragon Ball Z did you get? I watched the entire series. Uh-huh. And I watched the entire series of GT, and then I watched it again, <laughs> <laughs> and then I watched both movies, and then I watched all the movies going back from Dragon Ball. Then I watched Dragon Ball in mm-hmm. reverse. Yeah, interesting. From yeah, I what literally was did Bio start Broly from... like before Broly. <laughs> oh man, Bio Broly is like well, like once again the movie nothing in it matters. It's just a bunch of cool shit happening. Yeah. <laughs> so like Chinimba is my favorite character. <laughs> it must have been weird to try to like get the emotional stakes up for the Tree of Might after you've seen Hitler. <laughs> yeah, for real. That's uh, once once Hitler showed up, I'm like, oh my god, is he gonna throw a fireball? This is the best Dragon Ball episode I've ever seen. <laughs> That's so funny. That's how I watched a lot of anime as a kid because I used to just get free VHS tapes through my dad's job Mm -hmm. because at the time they were trying to release them. So I watched a bunch of Slayers in no particular order with no context. Oh, no. (laughs) Slayers is one that you need everything. You need all the context for. I I still don't know what that show's about. So you're big into the Dragon Ball, yeah, clearly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, did you ever watch Super? I watched the first episode of Super, Super but uh-huh. I'm also 30 now. <laughs> so Join it, the club. It doesn't hit the same way, especially because like, in the intervening time, I've seen like Death Note and like the first season of Psychopaths and like Cowboy Bebop and like really good yeah. anime that were not fight. And also good fight anime, like uh, like Naruto, the first season yeah. of Naruto. Like the first arc of Naruto was pretty solid. Even though I also have a Naruto podcast, which uh, I want you to check out, Talking Naruto. And oh, that one, yeah. When, and what I find out rewatching Naruto is uh, everyone in Konoha hates orphans. <laughs> like the entire series is just people hating orphans. <laughs> like the first episode has two grown women looking at Naruto and going, like, hey, is that Naruto? Yeah, that's that orphan kid. Fuck him. <laughs> Fuck an orphan. Fuck his stupid orphan face. Hey, isn't that Sasuke? Yeah, man. His whole family got killed. Hmm. He could need a dick. <laughs> if he's so good at ninja stuff, where's his parents? <laughs> hey, hey, what's up, Gara? Hey, how's it going? My whole family's dead. Oh, yeah? Suck my balls. <laughs> I'm like, by the end of it, I'm pretty much going to be like, yeah, pain is right. Kill Cologne. <laughs> it's all, the Leaf Village is bullshit. So, when you were a kid, you were watching Dragon Ball. Like, what else nerdy shit were you doing? Uh, I was uh, watching Ronin Warriors. I was watching the whole Toonami block and stuff like that. That's Ronin the, Warriors? Yeah. Oh, wow. How's that? I haven't thought about that in so long. I think about it everything. <laughs> oh, I missed I, it. What is it? It's uh, four guys in armor. Each armor corresponds to an element of Earth, and it's also color-coded in case you're a fucking moron. <laughs> okay, quick question. Do they have masters, these samurai? No, they did not. They're masterless samurai. They were Ronin warriors. <laughs> well, I'm sold. Yeah. They had a, a transformation sort of thing. Yeah. It was like a Sailor Moon type of... Uh, uh... Yeah, they were. it was basically Sailor Moon, but for men, which is the worst. <laughs> <laughs> the best part of Sailor Moon is the men do not matter in the show. <laughs> Something for us. <laughs> <laughs> He never turns his back on his friends. Yeah. Ugh. I wish you would. 
<laughs> so yeah, I watched the whole tsunami block, and of course, adult the Adult Swim block. Uh, they it, which was midnight tsunami, which they had Cowboy Bebop and Inuasha, um, Fooly Cooly into like my college age and stuff. Oh my like god! That. Do we ever talk Inuyasha on this show? I love the girly ass anime, but I couldn't get into that because I have a weird thing where I'm really grossed out by long fingernails. So I'm like, oh. I, <laughs> I'm like. Inuyasha is not Bay because I would need him to cut those claws immediately. <laughs> There's mm. literally a monster that's a man and a spider at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> but the nails are too much for you. My power is I don't have time to clip my nails. <laughs> Yu Yu Hakusho was you had to suffer through Inuyasha to watch Yu Yu Hakusho. <laughs> <laughs> Which I love because Kuwabara is like the best ugliest character. He's yeah, also like the best guy. People but, love Kuwabara. Oh my god. Kuwabara the, the one with the, the he's gigantic a big refrigerator bully. chest. He's yes. a, he starts as a big dumb bully then gets like a psychic sword and everyone still shits on him but everyone but he's like so lovable he's like a real good like he's like a good, a good like human being supporting man you know he's like always behind uh, yeah. Yusuke yeah he's always like he's down for the cause for Yusuke and Yusuke is like yeah but fuck you too though I might be the demon king and he's just like I'm just glad we're friends <laughs> Oh, you're thinking of the guy with the super chest. You're thinking of um, uh, Tagoro, the Tagoro brothers. No, yeah. I'm thinking about the. He's got a big barrel chest and like red pompadour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you're okay, cool okay, that's cool. Okay, yeah, yeah. The main evil guy's superpower is he has like muscle magic. Yes, <laughs> his <laughs> muscle. He gets so muscly that he got like wings that are muscles. <laughs> his his muscles just look like like uh, like when you look in a magazine you're like that guy has too many muscles and then he gets he's more like muscles tree. he gets more muscles on top of that he's so strong he's like a tree <laughs> despite uh, being my best crop top being from that show I've never actually seen it so <gasps> I, got, I, I recommend the first two seasons okay uh, a strong recommendation a lot, I, uh, fan of the show uh, Emma has told me several times to watch it yeah. so. I have the DVDs from 2000. Mm. So Good if DVDs. you need to watch eight DVDs to watch 24 episodes. <laughs> well, if you can fix man. my PlayStation 2, then yeah. we're in business. If you can find a DVD player. <laughs> <laughs> Apropos of nothing, have you guys? do you guys know the ending of Attack on Titan? That we, they're Nazis? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, that's it. We talked about it at that party, but I, uh, I yeah. don't... Do we want to ruin it for you? It's a... It's, it's, they're Nazis, Jer Bear. It's not oh, that they're I'm Nazis. Not gonna, it's I'm not that they're Nazis. I thought, was, I thought you were worried about the listeners. I was like, skip, I don't care. Skip ahead two minutes to, Great. to avoid these attack on Titans. All right, spoilers. so the Giants so are Jews. Nazis? No, the Giants are Jews. What? The yeah. Titans, they're... Um, they're Jews. They're non-diaspora Jews. <laughs> what? Yes. <laughs> So the whole thing is like this no, is about it's, like it's set in okay it's not set in a post-apocalyptic world it's set in present time the okay. Jews after World War Two the Jews were moved to an island because they were super dangerous giant people and they were cut off from the rest of society no as we saw yeah. naturally in the fifties yep <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. wait so 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 an island of Goldbergs just yeah. uh, they're came all Jews to fuck I, shit up that's I'm what ABC is the Goldbergs right yeah. is about the whole resolution of this thing is that the, the like the aggression this is all just like a metaphor for like Jewish Anti-Semite. property ownership. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And the, the best part is like the, the writer was like, yeah, I didn't mean it like that. I'm like, what else could you fucking <laughs> What could you have What meant? could you have All I'm saying is they meant? are literally Jews. <laughs> <laughs> 
Not a metaphor. I'm saying these horrible monsters to destroy countless people's lives are Jews. These people who literally eat people (laughs) are Jews. It's so funny, too, because that show was so popular for a moment, and as soon as that came out, everyone was like, oh, no. Second season eats a big, fat dick. That's what happened. (laughs) As they realized they had... I was a fan of Attack on Titan. I was joking. That was a bit, you see. First... First look, first season of Attack on Titan is the bomb, and then second season they never leave that fucking city, so I get I get bored. And by third season, they're all Jews now. Wow. Yeah, that's how I'm feeling about uh, the future uh, the Handmaid's world. Tale right now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm feeling the same way. It's like the second season, it's just like, man, are you ever gonna get out of this fucking town? Yeah, yeah which one of you is the armored handmaid? <laughs> uh, all right, Katie, what do you say we get into this episode? Oh boy. Hey everyone, this is Ska Alex. When I'm not rollerblading to my favorite Ska store, I'm promoting my podcast. I think it would be great if you could support our show by buying into the Patreon, which is a small investment, and you get to hear about great episodes of Dragon Ball GT, which stands for Dragon Ball Cool Trombones. Also, we got t-shirts and shit. Holy fuck. Well, that's it for me. I better slam a zam. The title of this filler episode is Goku versus Arali. Is that how you say your name? Arali? Arali. Goku versus Arali. An off-the-wall battle spells out the end of the earth. Woo! Question mark. Woo! You guys like crossovers for animes that were never brought to the U.S.? <laughs> Do you like popular gag strip mangas from the 80s? Because this episode's got your number, sir. Do you wish that the scary movie team would come together for a Dragon Ball episode? That's what we're bringing to you. Like original scary movie or like scary movie 2? I guess like scary movie farther four. in. Oh, okay, if it's scary movie 4, then no, but scary movie 2 is like the My mom best. loved scary movie 3. She thought it was one of the funniest things she's ever seen. To be fair, my mom loves Big Mama's house and watches anything Martin Lawrence is in. It's also for moms. Yeah, I think it is a mom thing. (laughs) I think it is a mom thing. My mom loves. Is that because your mom's name's Gina? Yes, you got it on that. Close. It's Laura, actually. Oh my God. Anyway, all of these movies are like this episode. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. So it opens up, and oh my God, you guys, it's not our regular episode. There's a piggy in a tree, and he <laughs> lets us know it is not our regular episode. Sun's brushing its teeth, right? Yeah, I yeah even it said is because it's waking up in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> We're in a twee 80s paradise. The song, they did not update the music, but they did dub it in English for some (laughs) reason. Oh, here comes, how the fuck do I say her name? Arali. Arali. She's a purple hair angel robot running through the streets. Look at all these friends that we don't know any context for. (laughs) A racist cop drawing. Knock that right the fuck over. There's a lady with boobies and uh, a flying baby and a guy in a house anyway it lets leaving. you know it lets you know it's a bit a little bit different around here you know a little bit is, wacky yeah this is uh, not your standard Di- dragon ball z episode it is not <laughs> <laughs> it is not okay wait so i i am i am sensing that uh by and large none of us are really super psyched on this episode who likes dr slump this much <laughs> 
This was like a pitch for 40-year-old Japanese men. (laughs) (laughs) And only 40-year-old Japanese men. We got a tweet from a fan of the show, Dylan Poe. This is the most ringing endorsement anybody has given for anything in Dragon Ball Super so far. He said, this is easily one of the best anime filler episodes ever and is possibly better than the driving episode. Hey, you've been excommunicated from the fan group, Dylan. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, my man, but you are now on an island. We're putting you in the anime gulag. Get the fuck out of here. What are you, 50 days hard labor, fucking knocking weebs. (laughs) You are going to dig ditches until you star. (laughs) You're going to be a hardcore history fan now. You're going to write into them. Tell them what filler was good from Germany's medieval times. <laughs> what what a bold claim. <laughs> Does- this makes other fan of the show. Was it Remy? Yeah. No, it wasn't was it Joey Stutz? Just- yeah, he said he didn't want to make it to 34. Shouts to Joey, you were right. <laughs> this is bad. I also don't want to make it to 34. Oh, you know what? Okay, I don't want to really alienate our fans, so I would say I'm going to deem the law that Joey gets to kick Dylan in some part. <laughs> There's no place. Sealer's choice. Yeah. You get one free hit like a true warrior. You get one in the shin. You can go to the thigh. Thigh's always good. Just one, but make it count. Put you it know? on YouTube. So anyway, the news is on. Who's on the news? A lady. She's talking about the inventor convention. The inventor convention. Who's hosting it? Mr. Satan. Who's there? Bowmland fam, Vegeta is in a suit. Vegeta is king of this episode. (laughs) He rules. I will say, yeah, that's one positive about this episode. Vegeta heavy episode. They gave him all the good jokes. I do like a classic Jeets. He's the perfect foil because he's never created anything in his life. (laughs) He exists only to take away... And there he is at his natural enemy, the invention convention. <laughs> also, I will say there was one funny joke, which is that we see Goku outside and his hair's gelled back because yeah. Chi-Chi bitched him out about it. <laughs> and then his hair pops off and then he rips off his sleeves. <laughs> like, I liked it. He looks much more Italian gelled back. <laughs> I just feel like Goku there is the every man of my friend group since nobody I know seems to have sleeves on their t-shirts anymore. <laughs> Myself included. We are too strong. <laughs> yeah, we really ripped through all the suit jackets you keep giving us. I thought that was the best joke of the episode is Goku just like puts his arms up and his sleeves pop off. <laughs> they leap off of his body. And, and then he, he's like, he fuck w- this. He walks away and like this this uh, Mater D is like, you can't leave. <laughs> and he's like, why? Are we prisoners here? I'll fucking fight you. <laughs> but now made the good observation too that was he wearing his gi under his clothes? <laughs> like, he was just yeah. ready to go at any moment. Or, counterpoint, his gi is his underwear, and he's just <laughs> he's always in his underwear. You he's know what? That explains off. the moose knuckle in that shot of the <laughs> super, because he's free ball, and he's not wearing those compression shorts the wrestlers got to use, or else they're swinging like Nakamura all the yeah, time. It also literally. explains why you can see it whenever he has an erection. Yeah. <laughs> I've watched those animes. <laughs> anyway, uh, who wins? Dr. Slump. Uh, Dr. Slump wins, and then bo- it's like such a, this is actually such a real life thing of like a male scientist getting a award for building something that is minorly useful. Yes. <laughs> like, Hashtag time's up for Dr. Slump. <laughs> Hashtag time machines. Like Boma, like Boma actually built this entire city using nothing but capsules. Yeah, she like improved the world greatly. Like she 
delivered systems for helping with yep. hunger, transportation. Also, the city. time she stopped alien invasions. Yeah. Multiple times. <laughs> You're so right. She can't get a fucking <laughs> and break. Just, and so she's just sitting there going like, yeah, man, he deserves the award, I guess. Yeah, this dumb shit is just like, I made a rice cooker that makes porn. <laughs> and they're like, give him the award. Yeah. Wait, we have to describe this. This is the best part of the entire show. Right. Are you serious? So, so, yeah, he's giving a speech. He introduces himself because at least one writer on staff's like, literally, this is all in jokes. <laughs> uh, so he introduces himself. He's like, I'm Dr. Slump. And then he introduces his robot as the reality machine, which is like a cute little rice cooker with a smiley face. And he goes, can I get a round of applause? <laughs> and we all clapped. <laughs> we clapped. did it in studio. We clapped. <laughs> reality machine also has this super fun voice, too, where it's like, oh, I can make whatever you want. I'm essentially a god machine. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, he says... So how it works is you envision what you want and it makes it and then it makes a nudie magazine. I'm like, you really think about fucking right now when you're learning this award? Oh man, all these all these people looking at me, giving me the prize I worked a lifetime for. I want to see some tits. <laughs> Not just any tits. I want to see paper printed ones. Yeah. It's Hercule too. Hercule, yeah. Hercule gets a boner looking at the magazine, but then when he realizes he can make whatever he wants, he wishes for a keychain of himself, which I think is kind of adorable. <laughs> adorable. And then Trunks is like I want one. <laughs> I just I thought Hercule was fucking more than anyone because he's drunk on power and lies. <laughs> he is the mayor of that city, and and he's based on Hulk Hogan, who is a sexual <laughs> predator <laughs> deviant. <laughs> yeah, but I think this, the- on the opposite end, whole, Mr. Satan's actually like one of the most wholesome characters on this show. Yeah, That's he doesn't true. hate black people. <laughs> oh, I got a magazine full of girly pics, girl brother. Was that the Hulk Hogan memory you were gonna bring up? <laughs> I bring up uh, Hulk. Oh, yeah. I'm always like, time. whenever I'm with my wrestling friends and anyone gets even remotely nostalgic, I'm like, you remember how he hates black people? <laughs> I do all the time. Were you having fun at this party? My favorite <laughs> my favorite thing is watching Velveteen Dream troll him on, on social media. Yo, it's so good. Best. You guys, uh, oh. fans of the show, if you're not watching wrestling, you should at least investigate Velveteen Dream, who is a Prince-themed wrestler who has a very good internet game. He mm-hmm. trolls people all the time, and he trolls people via fashion, which mm-hmm. I love. He uh, will wear people's faces on his leggings. I love it. Uh, I was going to bring up the time that Hulk Hogan uh, lied about his dick size. Yes, that's also happened. And then it, when it was brought up in court, he's like, no, that's actually part of the character. Yeah, no, Hulk Hogan <laughs> has character, a 10-inch Hulk dick. Hogan has a 10-inch dick. Terry Belay has a regular-sized dick. <laughs> <laughs> you see, my character thinks his dick is fucking huge because he has a brain injury from being body-slammed so many times. Literally, I've been concussed so many times. <laughs> 69, episode 69! <laughs> Woo! Uh-huh. Everyone has <laughs> put a second pair of sunglasses on. <laughs> Okay, I will get through this. So now another scientist shows up and forgets fucking name, Mashido, some shit. Anyway, they're like, uh, they're like, what? It will not matter tomorrow. They're like, uh, he's like, you guys didn't invite me. And then Doctor Schlump holds up a manga and goes, but you died in issue one. And he goes, yep, I'm a ghost and I escaped from the home from infinite losers. Yeah. This is the Shrek of episodes. <laughs> hey, now, you're an all-star. It's a bad episode. <laughs> Kill me. <laughs> and he gave a tonic to Arlie. Arlene. Arlene. That makes her want to play. <laughs> yep. Make, and yeah. So she shows up, and Mr. Satan, being the good-natured good dad of the show, was like, 
all right, little girl, I'll be happy to play with you after the show. And then she throws him into the wall. Yeah, she slaps the shit at it. In the really fucking wall. And then... By playing. Yeah. He tells everyone to evacuate and then begs Vegeta to fix this because he's a cook. Which is yeah. so interesting because he's like, hey, muscles, get over here. And the implication is like, I need you to kill this girl. <laughs> I need you to murder this child. She's playing too fiercely. You well, gotta and end it, it gets even more like that where Vegeta looks at Dr. Slump and he goes, are you okay with this? Are you okay with me murdering your daughter? And then he does the come and get it hand motion. I love that. <laughs> are you are you okay with murdering your daughter? Because if we fight, I'm going to murder He's her. He's like, hella, please. I need you to sign these waivers. <laughs> <laughs> also, can we talk about what a weird pedophilic idea it is to make a, a serum for little girls that makes them ten times more playful? <laughs> yeah, it is. Oh, I, that was my He's first thought. He's an evil scientist ghost. There's no rules for him. He can it's be as pedophilic real. as he wants. It's really upsetting. The actually. laws of nature and man don't apply to him. Yeah. <laughs> the age of consent in the home for infinite losers. <laughs> also, if this is based on an 80s gag manga, there definitely was like little kid junk in that up the wing way. Oh, oh yeah, sure. no. Uh, All of, like Dragon Ball, like original Dragon Ball just had Goku Goku's dick fucking just dick out yeah, all the time all the time any opportunity they got he's just like like he's like looking at Volma's veg every episode it's <laughs> it was the Keenan reacts of yeah, that show yeah it really was I have a pitch for a show it's about a horny baby <laughs> go on that's it <laughs> oh Meanwhile, 1,000 episodes. Have a 40-year career. (laughs) I'm one of the most well-respected manga artists of all time. (laughs) Meanwhile, Goku's having a real Huck Finn Saturday, sleeping in the sun in his gee underwear, when Vegeta throws over his head, and Vegeta looks at Goku, and he's like, this little girl's beating me up, and he literally says, only a character from an early 80s Gag manga could be so strong, and everyone in this room went, Oh, brother. Hey, now, you're an all star. (laughs) Here's the thing I'm a sucker for meta humor, so the first time that happened, I thought it was cute. However, it keeps happening. Yeah. Not cute. And they close on that joke, and that really sucks. Yeah, it literally like, is brought up more than a uh, than the Zucker Brothers movie. Just when like you, <laughs> the meta nation, the meta ness of this show. It was the the feel when you nut, but they keep reminding you it's an eighties gag manga. <laughs> <laughs> Vegeta punches her, and then she throws him into the sun. And Vegeta realizes he has to fight comically because he thinks to himself, he's like, since she really is an eighties gag character i have to fight silly so he goes look over there and kicks her into an easter island head that's there for some reason (laughs) we laughed why was there an eastern island head in the town square (laughs) because it's an 80s gag manga her head pops off and they find out she's a whimsical robot which was very it was uh no one in this room seemed like they like this but i'm putting it on the record could have been hereditary it was like the movie hereditary her head was popped off and everyone stopped and was like oh god yeah we really you shouldn't spoil that movie i'm gonna see it later this week yes i do smell burning jeremy is your house on fire everybody we're just gonna take a quick break to make sure jeremy's house is on fire they're having a delightful little barbecue next door oh Oh, house full of 
weird punks that I never get invited to. Yeah, what the fuck that they don't invite us to hang out? I never felt so offended because they're like the same age of us. Oh, no. So, like, how dare they? How (laughs) dare they not invite us to a barbecue while we're sitting here reviewing anime? (laughs) (laughs) All right. So anyway, fuck, I don't want to talk about the same art. Anyway, so, uh, you know, they freak out, and then Goku and, and, and her remember each other from 900 episodes ago, and he goes super sure in blue, and she gives a big breath, and they beam at each other, and they don't hurt each other, and they're like, that was fun, but let's do it again, but a lot stronger, and everyone's like, hey, Goku, you remember that? time you almost blew up the earth <laughs> she breaks the earth in half she oh, breaks right. it as a gag as an early 80s gag <laughs> she killed 12 million people <laughs> hercule goes it's the end of the world and uh so bulma calls up her her gal pal Weiss, and she's like hey can you uh stop this and he's like nah it's nap zone at the cat palace yeah <laughs> he's sleeping on top of a stack of books <laughs> <laughs> and then you're like, get off the keyboard. <laughs> get off. <laughs> Trunks, meanwhile, is poking at a ghost. And, and they're like, uh, why can't we touch this fucking ghost? And he goes, ah, poop. And Dr. Slump goes, that's it. Kaka poopoo duty. <laughs> Which is exactly what my mother thinks these cartoons are like. That's right. Yeah, it's of a- course. Kaka poopoo duty. <laughs> so the robot makes a beautiful pink poop that has a smiley face. And I wish I liked this cartoon better because I would love that as a tattoo. And uh, <laughs> the poop is like, I'm alive. You don't have to like the show to get poop on your arm as a tattoo, Katie. Yeah. I encourage you to do it. Thank you. Don't listen to Alex ever. I just want to ask like all the existential questions to that piece of poop. Like, what does it feel like? to be shit. I mean, yeah. I have a good guesstimation, but yeah, I want the poop was sentient. That's yeah. pretty cruel. I'm alive. <laughs> <laughs> this is pain. <laughs> what is existence? <laughs> Goku and Arlene are powering up, and then Trunks bravely throws the pink poo-poo between them, and she goes, poke a poo-poo, poke a poo-poo, which is the most I've ever related to an anime character. (laughs) She stops everything to poke the poo-poo. Then Bulma gets a genius idea. She leans into the camera and makes a desperate plea to the people of Dragon Ball America. (laughs) She goes, everyone, think of the tastiest food you have ever eaten and send it into this crock pot. Yeah, they do like a a food spirit bomb and they make this little dense marble of, I mean, it's like a little white marble than the little turd does. It's just just a chocolate orb. But it can't be poop because it's not alive. It's white. It kind of, it reminds me of the super nerdy thing I was going to get into and then I realized there's no time. There's no time. So anyway, it's an X-Men reference. So anyway, Beerus senses the taste of Right food. in if you could guess that X-Men reference. <laughs> Someone probably will. Uh, Beerus senses the tasty food, so immediately him and we zaps down. Uh, while Goku and Arlie still power up. and uh, The ghost disrespects him. Yeah. It disrespects his station, and He's so like, he eliminates up. it from existence. Which it is, is rent its soul apart. <laughs> Which was pretty sick, actually. I consigned you to the void. I do I do love it when Beerus erases people. I think he needs to remind people more often that he could just an- annihilate them. I still think he should have erased Bulma just to be like, by the way, I'm evil sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> 
My feelings are utterly mercurial. Goodbye, everyone. Stop calling me down here for sandwiches. <laughs> well, he does eat it and does a little yummy yum dance. Oh, I loved that because that's the dance I do. Yeah. When you eat, before when you get you got spicy mouth in your eye. Yeah, before I hurt my eyes. <laughs> he goes, my eyes. Yummy yum 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 yum. And then she's like, hey, want to play, Kitty? And they're like, he will murder you. He goes to murder her, but then he has to take a shit, which has been a weird theme lately in this show. (laughs) Shenron had to take a shit, and now Beerus has to take a shit. Yeah, what does that cat have, IBS? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, There's another obscure joke I can make, but we're not gonna, because we've got to finish this episode. There's no time! (laughs) Anyway, how does this end? She was like... It doesn't. He just, uh, he banishes the evil scientist, and then it's just fine. Yeah, and then she's just like, I'm done. Uh, And then Goku's like, can't wait to fight you again sometime. And And then then she's she's like, don't wait 30 years. Yeah. Yeah. Give me a call sometime. I'm a robot child. Vegeta's hanging in the trees, and... uh, Oh, and he does one more 80s gag manga joke. And it's a Looney Tunes outro. It was like, boop! (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. All right, let's rate the episode, do an email, and get the fuck out of here. Katie, out of seven Dragon Balls. There are no Dragon Balls, because this wasn't a Dragon Ball episode. I'm going to rent it one pink doo-doo, because it exists. Oh. All right, Alex, out of seven Dragon Balls. Um, I'll give this... Um, three pink doo-doos and then I'll remember it forever but in a bad way. Alright, Benel, out of seven, pink doo-doos. <laughs> I give pick the- seven, I have to be a doo-doo dragon. <laughs> <laughs> Please do not give it seven, we are so over time. <laughs> I want to give it seven now. Uh, I'll give it one doo-doo and one Lupe the uh, third comic book, just like read this for comedy. Please. Ooh, meta review. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I will also give it one pink duty. This was some bullshit. I fucking hate it. I'm very mad. Yeah. <laughs> for duty dragons, do you only wish for, like, bow-related things? Oh, you only wish for a type of movement. <laughs> squirt, squirt. <laughs> Shenron, I have IBS. <laughs> oh, I am IBS. Krillin's been summoning the dragon again. I'm all tired from shitting so much. <laughs> Let's do an email. It's time for Dragon Ray. Give me some of that Dragon Ray. <laughs> okay, uh, so we have an email from uh, from CJ, who, uh, for those in the Facebook group, uh, you know that we uh, have recently sponsored a uh, Dragon Ball card game player, CJ, if you're not in the group. No shit. Get the, in the dang group. The but greatest we, We've sponsored a, a, a card game player, and he has uh, written us a recap of his recent tournament. Oh my god. <clears throat> a tournament report from your number one sponsored player. What up, ballers? I wanted to write to keep you appraised of my recent tournament results, seeing as how you've been kind enough to sponsor my quest to crush Jagoffs in the Dragon Ball <laughs> Super t- in card game. Ugh, this- American hero, put this boy in the Olympics. <laughs> Let the boy play. 
This week is the week before the store championship. In preparation for such a monumental event, I bought I brought a new deck I had been testing that uses Gohan as the leader. Upon mm. arriving at the card game establishment, I promptly checked in and purchased a Gatorade and Gardettos to keep my mouth nourished throughout the day's harrowing events. <laughs> smart, smart. What Good is move. a Gardettos? I do not know. First round pairings are called out, CJ. Bye. I slumped in my seat. Sure, oh, a free win is great, my. but all my wins are free because Jagoffs are bad at this game. <laughs> it's, it's like a, I mean, like, the confidence of this dude. Our fans rule. They're so weird. The con- This dude is like seven feet tall in my mind. And I wanted to watch the joy drain out of someone's face as I quickly crushed their chances of getting first place today. I quickly gathered my chi. I wouldn't let this negative energy derail my mission. Second round, I was paired against someone who hadn't played in a while. He quickly informed me since my leader wasn't from the tournament was from the tournament of power that he wasn't familiar with many of the cards from the tournament of power set since mm. it is the most recent. This was advantageous to me since almost every single card I was playing was from the set. He called down a cauliflower leader and shuffled his deck. I'm sorry, they really go all in on Saiyans are vegetables in the Tournament of Power, so look forward to that. He did even last three turns. Hell yeah. Is that a long time or a short time? That's a short time. Stop him out, my boy. Yeah, that's so sweet. We only sponsor winners. (laughs) I'm going to go all like soccer dad roid rage on this shit. I'm going to come giving, to your match and embarrass the shit out of you and hit on your coach. Start giving CJ just like uh, game-enhancing drugs. <laughs> <laughs> you need the winning edge, son. I promptly got out by Scientist Fu and did the last two damage to defeat him. Damn, the damn. second match, best of three, went down in a similar fashion because I am nothing if not a paragon of consistency. Mm. Wow. <laughs> Third and final round, I was paired against the only other undefeated player of the day. He was playing Pan Leader. I knew this would be an easy round because there is no way a child the likes of Pan could defeat a great Saiyan the likes of Gohan. Fair. But, but I humored him anyway. In the first match, I allowed him to play a few cards, a few of his cards in order to feel good about himself before quickly comboing out of my scientist foo, which I had buffed to 65,000 power. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's harsh. Oh, it's so high. <laughs> Here's the thing about me. I understand everything he said. <laughs> Once again, I'm so glad you're I've, here. I've learned... I played too many card games. That's what I play. He did not have the ability to defend against that. We quickly reshuffled our decks and played again, and just like before, the results were the same. I landed the killing blow with my scientist Fu at 120,000 power this time. I was growing stronger. Sad that I couldn't utterly destroy more Jagoffs today, but happy with the pure beatdowns I did deliver, I collected my first place prizes, a couple Ape Bardock cards, and a playmat that informs others that I am, in fact, a winner. <laughs> You know the problem with this generation? They have too many participation uh, cards that inform you you're a winner. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so you got the placemat, and then he went back to my apartment to order a pizza and bitch online about Funimation delaying episode 50 of My Hero Academia. Signed, That's the number one DBS trading card game player, CJ. Oh, my God, he won. He, we only yeah. sign winners to this roster. Yeah. This is like a modern-day fear and loathing. <laughs> what it's is a- scientist foo? By the way, don't you have a game a degree in game design? Don't you, didn't you minor in game design? That doesn't mean I know what a scientist foo is. <laughs> There's no class on scientist foo. Obviously, it's a meaty beat stick if you used it every game. That's true. Mm. It was probably in the class on beat stick that I slept through. <laughs> Did he tap land? <laughs> oh, you gotta tap land. Actually, no. One a turn. One a turn. <laughs> if you would like to be sponsored by Ballin' Out Super, please write us a detailed pitch about why you deserve it, and you have to be a winner. 
Yeah. And you got to wear the shirt, preferably the gayest one if you can. Yes. Ball, balling out sur- super is many things, but it is no home for infinite losers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, uh, let's do our plugs. Yes, Katie. You can find me on Twitter at, at Katie Rose or on Instagram at oh hello Katie Rose. Benel. Oh, you can find me at, at Benel underscore Jermolson. If you don't know how to spell that, go fuck yourself. Yeah, uh, fuck you. It's I'm the no- title of the podcast. Yeah, I'm number one on Google. I'm the <laughs> only one of my kind. Look up my podcast, Talking Smark, uh, and look up my other podcast, Talking Naruto, on iTunes and SoundCloud. Alex. Oh, hi. Um, uh, Bad News It's a Comedy Show has been getting really good turnouts. So if you haven't yet, come out to that. Sundays at 7 on Avenue A and 5th at the Sing Sing Karaoke Bar. Come down to the basement. It's a stand-up show every week. And otherwise, follow me on Twitter at Patak Jokes. Listen to my other podcasts at Pod Damn America, which is like this with less Dragon Ball and more communism. All right. And uh, you can find me on Twitter at, at Jeremy Thunder. And check out Katie's my other podcast, Pod Minutes to Cat. Night. We're going to be talking about Limp Biscuit next time, so yeah. tune in because I will be louder than everyone. <laughs> this will be. This will. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it'll be the one that I finally talk over most of the men if I try. Oh, <laughs> let me let me come on. <laughs> <laughs> Chocolate Starfish! <laughs> All right, that's it for this week. Join us next week. 69!